Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. You know, I thought a lot about what I was going to share with you this morning. I had so many things going on in my little brain. (laughs) First off was my morning didn't quite go as prayerfully as I had planned. I stayed up last night to watch President Trump speak. And I'm usually in bed pretty early because I get up pretty early. Well, five o'clock came along and I snoozed for a half an hour. And then by the time I got up and I lit my candles and I started my prayer life, my son got up and started taking a shower and it just kind of ruined the prayer time, the silence that I start with in the morning rooted in God. 15 to 30 minutes in silence, calling on the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to surround me, bringing Mary, St. Joseph, all the holy men and women, all the holy angels and my guardian angel around me to pray. And then I sit, I ask questions, I am quiet, I let thoughts come into my heart And then I start reading the readings and I meditate on what comes to me in the readings. So as I sit here thinking about, well, what so many things came, number one, stick to a time. No matter how tired you are, offer it to God and say, okay, Lord, I'm going to sacrifice my sleep. The reason I hit the snooze is because I have a speaking engagement tonight. And I thought I could just use this extra 30 minutes to be quote unquote on. And silly me, all of my strength, all of my energy, all of my love comes from the Holy Spirit, not that extra 30 minutes of sleep. (laughs) So I robbed myself this morning from some prayer. But what really surfaced above that was that we are called to be salt and light. I do not know how many times President Trump brought God into his speech last night, but there were millions of people who heard it. Millions. I don't have that reach. But we have the ability, just like St. Teresa said, Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa, you don't need to be going to Calcutta or to another country. You can be sprinkling salt and light around your family and the people in your own neighborhood. I think about Kobe Bryant, who passed away, and I had zero clue, A, he was religious, or B, that he was even Catholic. 
And boy, did that run rampant in the world when he went to mass with his daughter before he passed away in that helicopter accident. And that was something that was more salt, more light sprinkled on the world. Then you've got the Super Bowl. You've got the quarterback sharing his glorifying God. That's what he's out there for, that he prays all the time and the team thanks God for the win. I'm getting total God bumps right now as I'm talking about this. But I think what I, what I really want to reiterate to everyone is we are seeing God show up in ways and in people that is amazing. It's blazing a little more trail for us to grab that salt and to grab that light and to sprinkle it in the world. I know it's difficult sometimes because I was of the world. I absolutely ran away from these Jesus people and people who were all about God and praise God and blah, blah. I mean, I I did not get it. I was speaking to a man last night who has a secular radio show. However, he does, he's a very devout Catholic. He's a CEO of a biomedical company in California. And we were talking about what could I come on his show for? Because he said it can't be 100% Catholic. And I said, well, it can't avoid God (laughs) because that is a huge impact on my life Um, from we were speaking about talking about my marijuana addiction as an executive in corporate America. We were talking about also how God and my faith had changed the way that I managed people in my department and, you know, interacted with the organization and my professional peers. We talked about a bunch of stuff, but the bottom line is we can't be afraid to share what God has done in our lives. If there is no flavor to the salt, then you just trot on it with your feet, right? It says that in the Bible. So we have to flavor the world with a little bit of salt. And too much sometimes makes it just taste bad and has people turn away like, ugh, that's brutal. Well, you can't be that in your face. And so I guess I'm trying to say, bring the salt out of you in ways that they will understand. Share your brokenness, your tears. There's salt in your tears. Share what God has done in terms of transforming you, softening your heart, making you look at people differently. I got to just reiterate the fact that it has to be how you are living Because you can't just say you're supposed to love people and then you go and talk behind everyone's back and throw people under the bus and act completely contrary to that. That doesn't work. I just look at God and I say, my goodness, how many opportunities do you present me countless all day, every day for me to love my neighbor, however, also run to you to do it. Run to you to calm my fears. Run to you to relax my anxieties, to offer all of my sufferings to you for reparation of others out there who have not had the ears or the eyes to hear and see you, Jesus, in their lives. 
talking to someone who's worldly, <laughs> over the top with God is not, it's probably too much salt, <laughs> right? They're just going to look at you and be like, you are losing it. You're one of those Jesus freaks. And if you've been there, which I think a lot of us have been, all, you know, they've had, we've had a moment of reversion or conversion or God coming into our lives. And you have to understand it's more in the way that you act and more in the way that you share. A lot of us are afraid to share. I am beyond words that God has given me the courage to share my marijuana addiction. I was so ashamed of that. I hid that from so many people. Yes, my family knew. How could they not? Um, my husband, obviously, and some people in the workforce but I did not make that a public, even with things becoming legal around the world. Yeah, I supported it, but I never said, yeah, it should be legal because I smoke it 24-7. I denied and, and lied to myself what was happening with that drug. And it is a drug. But God finally gave me the courage. And I just want to end with this. He gave me the courage because he keeps giving me the opportunity to grow in my faith and to look to God to say, this world doesn't matter. If I can help bring one more soul to you, Jesus, and it may not be 100% me, it's probably not going to be that, but if one person says, okay, she tells says, all I got to do is look up and say, Lord, come into my life. Jesus, I want to know you and invite you in. And they do it. It's all up to God. The rest is his. But that is what our purpose and meaning is on this earth. To bring Jesus Christ to the world, the light to the darkness, and to not only change through his graces and transform into loving souls, for our own sanctification and our own salvation to get to heaven. It's also to bring others with us. He's going to ask us, who did you bring? Did you just have your faith in your house? You locked up in the doors with, with the Bible and praying. And some people are called to that intercessor prayers and praying for the world in a way where they're not in the world, but they are protected and, and uh, a, a, an actual vocation, a religious vocation. But most of us are in the world. So let's find ways by asking God and the Holy Spirit to show us, how do I sprinkle a little salt here? How do I shine a little light there? How do I bring you in palatable, delicious bites because you know when salt flavors a bland meal, it makes it so good. But we can't overdo it. And how do we do that? With God. This is that every moment going to God, every moment thanking God, every moment loving God, praising God. It's amazing. I just look and I say, this journey <laughs> never ends. I am constantly being challenged to go deeper with him, 
constantly being challenged to pray for others more and more and more. It's amazing. And thanks be to God for all of it, because all I am doing is opening my heart and spending time with him in prayer and honestly giving him myself completely all day, every day and asking to live in his will. You, Jesus, with the Holy Spirit in me, live in me. I do not want to exist anymore. I just want to be you to the world. Go be the salt and the light today. The right amount in the dark and bland world. People are paving the way. God is not a taboo as much as it was even five years ago. It seems it's coming out and people are seeing it in the secular world. I don't think it's going to go away. Praise God for Trump. If you know how many times he said God last night, send me something some way, because that would be very interesting. And I just, my heart melted every single time. I thought, okay, now, I know there are a lot of people that are going to say he's a bad man, he's a this, he's a that. All I know is he's a God-loving man. And there were parts of his speech, whether they were created to elicit that emotion or not, I truly believe this guy believes in God. And he's not the best personality. He's probably not (laughs) the most reflective of a Christian, love thy neighbor as thyself in the way in which he speaks. But you cannot look at the record And you cannot look at the way in which he brings God into the world lightly. Okay, anyway, I'm getting off on that. This isn't a political thing, but I was was moved by it. Go be the light, peep. Sprinkle that salt. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.